Uncover and Elevate is the next evolution of Liberate Your People Pleaser. I'm Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and after coaching hundreds of clients, I am unapologetically clear on this. People pleasing is a symptom with a deeper cause. Being in a toxic relationship or career and feeling trapped has a deeper cause. Avoiding difficult conversations has a deeper cause. Self-sabotage, imposter syndrome, confusion, feeling insecure, all have a deeper cause. In Uncover and Elevate, we are going to look under the hood every week to uncover what the deeper causes are that shape our lives, including the ones that make breaking a pattern, even one we want to break, so hard. Then we will elevate our lives with tools designed to transform those deeper causes and deal with the symptoms. Join me each week as we uncover and elevate our lives. And now, here's this week's episode of Uncover and Elevate. The evolution continues. Liberate Your People Pleaser has transformed to uncover and elevate. There have been so many things over the last few months that have been happening in my own life and in the lives of those I coach that has made it so clear to me that all the reasons that we start listening to podcasts or get that self-help book or maybe get into coaching are all actually symptoms of a deeper cause. And I'll share with you a little story about what I mean by that to sort of demonstrate this, but I want to give you just sort of the framework of how I got here. So we have these circumstances that are creating some sort of challenge or make it really obvious we're repeating a pattern that we don't like. We know it's not serving us. We don't want to pass it on to our kids. If we have kids, you know, whatever it is, we're tired of it. We're tired of being in another relationship that doesn't work in another career where we're being undervalued, another misstep somehow in our business as entrepreneurs, whatever it is, boundary issues, you know, with family members and friends, all the things that are the circumstances that make us say, wow, I need something different in my life. Let me go listen to that podcast. Let me go buy that self-help book. Let me get into coaching and figure out, you know, how to stop this, how to change this. So I love that because we need those symptoms, right? So that we know something is up. I am very fond of saying that life is bringing us everything we need all the time. Now we may not like it, but it's coming to us so that we can see something or uncover something that our soul, our psyche, our highest self is ready for us to see, is ready for us to start to experience a transformation on. So those symptoms are important and it's important to deal with them. So you know me, we're always gonna have tools. But if all we do, if all I did was give clients tools to help their symptom, to set that one boundary, to have that difficult conversation, um, even to change the way they're showing up in a relationship or in their business or in their career. If we limit it to that, the success the client gets is short-lived. Sooner or later, something else is going to come up to replace it, 
or they won't be able to sort of hold on to it in, in a similar way to starting a new habit, like going to the gym, right? You might have willpower and a little, you know, excitement about getting yourself in better shape or whatever it is that's motivating you that gets you going for a few weeks. But after a few weeks, when that sort of rush of all that wears off, what happens? Most people, you know, start the slow process of ending <laughs> their habit of going to the gym. Because even in an issue like going to the gym, there is an underlying cause. There's something deeper that is why that was hard to do in the first place. You know, that why, why it was hard to set the boundary or why you were avoiding the difficult conversation or why you were doing any of the habits of people pleasing or why you keep getting stuck in relationships that are toxic or not good for you or, you know, the same sort of career business problems, why we cycle around to these things. We've got to get down to that deeper cause. We've got to uncover those layers. And there are usually layers so that we can heal and get tools to transform at that cause level, because that way it keeps the ways that we're changing or addressing the symptoms. It makes those last. It may, in fact, sometimes it actually makes the symptoms sort of go away on its own because we become different at that deeper level. So let me describe this to you in the form of a story of my own life and a time where this became really clear to me. So I was having a number of financial setbacks and frankly, business failures. This was a couple of years ago. And in that time, because it was professional and financial, all kinds of things were happening that were terrible. And I was so upset about all the things that were going wrong and trying to figure out, you know, new business strategies to put in place. How can I improve my mindset? How, you know, all the things, because I was a coach. I knew the things I, you know, was coaching others. And so, but everything I did didn't work. Like there was no lasting effect. I'd get a client, I'd have a certain amount of success, maybe gain some followers or something like that. But then it would taper off again. And I just couldn't get things to work, quote unquote. And so at some point, my misery hung around for so long, the suffering lasted for so long it hit me that there must be something much deeper causing all these circumstances that I was labeling the problem. The problem was I wasn't making enough money. The problem was I didn't have enough clients. The problem was my social media strategies weren't working. You know, I could articulate very well what all the problems were. And they were very real circumstances. I wasn't exaggerating. I wasn't making any of it up. It was real. You're circumstances, your symptoms are real. They are happening. You're not imagining them. But if we don't go beneath them, if we don't uncover what's below them and figure out why it is they're happening over and over, then the changes we make at that level won't stick. So I did a bunch of different business strategies, social media strategies, you know, whatever, and nothing really changed. 
when I had this realization and knew I needed to get some help because we all have blind spots. That's why I think one-on-one coaching or group experiences like the retreat I recently had um, are fantastic because we all have blind spots. The metaphor I used a couple episodes ago was like, it's like we're inside a jar of the jar of our lives, but the labels on the outside. And when you're inside the jar, you can't read the label. So you need somebody else from the outside to look at it. So that's the role I play as a coach. I am facilitating you being able to see what you normally would not see. Okay. And that's why I get coaching still, because I still have spots I can't see. Right. So back several years ago, when all this was happening, I got myself the help I needed. I got a coach and I just said, you know, here's what all is going on. I think something deeper is causing it, but I can't figure out what it is. And she coached me right in to several of the things that were in those layers and brought me into this deep, just knowing is the best word I can, just that way that you're like, oh, wow, that's it. that it was actually a sense of unworthiness, a belief in my own unworthiness that was driving all those symptoms, that was causing all those symptoms. So the there were layers beneath it. Like I had this belief from a lot of religious training I got that was very toxic, that I just wasn't chosen to have any success that, you know, as if God, you know, picks who gets to have success, who doesn't. And I got in the line that said, you don't get to, you know, so crazy as that sounds. And in my conscious mind, of course, I don't believe that I didn't believe it then. But that is not the point. Because what happens in our lives is we get these things that are in our unconscious in our subconscious, which is why we have to uncover them because they're not up in our conscious mind in the sort of obvious. My circumstances, those symptoms were very conscious to me. But what was causing them was much more unconscious, which is why I needed the help or subconscious. To me, I, I use those words interchangeably. I don't mean unconscious like you got conked on the head and you, you know, you're unconscious. I mean that part of our brain that is in that subconscious level that we are generally not aware of. So it's driving most of our actions and yet we're not aware of it. It's why you just get up and go brush your teeth without thinking about it or go make your coffee or go take your morning shower or drive to work the same way every day. Or, you know, that difference between like, if you're learning, if you've ever learned how to drive a standard transmission car, it's how awkward all that, the clutch and the gas and the, you know, how much, how quickly to let off and all that when you're first learning to drive is so awkward and so hard because your conscious mind is trying to figure it out. And then once it figures it out and it's done it a few times successfully, it goes into your subconscious or unconscious mind. And then suddenly you're clutching gas, you know, brake super easily. You don't even think about it. So that's the way these kinds of habits are. That's what people pleasing is in our lives. It gets into the subconscious, the pattern of doing it, the pattern of putting everybody else's needs first, the pattern of prioritizing everybody else. Well, I don't want to do that or stop doing that because it's going to hurt their feelings. All of those things 
are subconscious patterns because you have done them and thought them so many times. You, it, your conscious mind is not needed. You're just going to do that by default. So we have to get beneath that and keep going. So what's under that? Why is it that all those people pleasing habits got started to begin with? Um, I'll go back to my own story. Why was all that business stuff I was doing failing? Why was everything going wrong? Because I was using very sound, you know, sort of best practices. Well, I had this belief under there. I realized that I wasn't chosen for success, that no matter what I did, it wasn't going to work. So as long as that belief was really anchored and active in my subconscious, that's exactly what was going on out in the world for me. Beneath that belief of not being chosen was this other layer that was unworthiness. So it took this uncovering, it took this fabulous coach I worked with to help me go from step to step to step to really get to the you know, sort of base of it, which was that sense of unworthiness, and then to give me the tools to start to heal that. So one way I like to help people heal, because many of us carry that, you might be relating to this whole thing, even though your story and circumstances might be different, where you realize that there's some sense of deep unworthiness, as if something is wrong with you, you're flawed and defective, you know, not good enough, all those kinds of things. One of the best tools is to write a love letter to yourself. Now, this letter can be from you to you, to that part of you that doesn't believe it. So when you can feel those two separate parts, I have worked with this dynamic for many years. So I can feel when I'm in that place of unworthiness. And I know how I feel when I'm not, you know, when I know the truth of who I am, when I know that love is my birthright, it is who I am. Worthiness is my birthright. So I could go kind of slip into that mindset and then write this very wounded, very sad, very unworthy feeling little girl inside of me, my own love letter. But I couldn't do that 20 years ago when I started working with this. Then I had to sort of write it from somebody else. Somebody else, like for me, I had a grandmother that I just knew really loved me. I had an aunt that I knew really loved me. I could write a letter from them, like what I imagined they would say to me. For me, I couldn't use my parents because I never felt that either of my parents really loved me unconditionally. I always felt that there, well, I never felt like my dad loved me, period. And with my mom, even though I knew she loved me, there was that part where I felt like I had to behave in a certain way or, you know, do certain things to sort of earn that. So for this exercise, though, my parents weren't helpful. Yours may be, but it doesn't matter who it is. It can be somebody you make up, a favorite character in a book. It doesn't matter. It can be your own imagining of a goddess or the divine or just the best friend or parent, ideal parent you wanted, who would sit down with you and say all the things you want to hear. That's really the secret of this as a tool, is that you're not all up in your head being like, what's the right thing to say? No, just sink into that unworthy 
part of yourself and tell yourself exactly what you want to hear, exactly what that unworthy or not good enough or whatever it is for you needs to hear because we do know what we want to hear. It's what we wish other people were saying to us. It's the appreciation we wish we got when we exhausted ourselves on somebody else's behalf or whatever. So just go and say those things to yourself and write them down. Even if you don't typically write anything or you're not a journaler or whatever, there is so much power in writing it. There's just something very cathartic. And I know there's brain science behind that, but I don't know what it is. Um, but trust me, it's there. You can Google it if you want. And there's something very emotionally cathartic about it. It's a way that somehow that space between your unconscious and conscious mind are allowed to connect and sort of converse with each other so that that deeply wounded part of you can start to transform. And as my worthiness transformed, then, huh, funny thing, you know, things in my business started working, the very same things I had done before, you know, suddenly started working, or I heard something new or found a, you know, a new business idea somewhere that I tried and that worked. And, you know, for me, it wasn't like a miracle where all of a sudden I went from being broke and, you know, couch surfing for two and a half years to, you know, a six-figure income. For me, it was a very gradual pace. So, you know, don't get hung up on the all those folks that have that story about how they changed their mindset and then the $50,000 check showed up in the mail, you know, whatever. That happens. That is some people's story. It might be yours. Um, and it might not be. Your growth, your transformation might come much more in a you know, slower, smaller, step-by-step, step. but I am telling you, you know, three years later, the difference between not just my life and its circumstances, the growth in my business, my beautiful apartment, living by the beach, it's not just those circumstances. I mean, those are lovely. I love them, of course, but is it is who I have become. It is how I feel as a person because I feel worthy. And sure, I get tripped up sometimes and I can get back into that unworthiness idea, but it's so much easier to pull myself back into the truth of my birthright, that I am a divine creation, that I am a unique expression of the divine itself. There is no one like me, never will be, never was. There is no one like you, never will be, never was. You are here to express those gifts and desires that you have in the way you will express them because only you can. And if we are too busy prioritizing everybody else, we never get to that. If we are too busy getting hung up and aggravated and frustrated and distracted by our symptoms, we will never get to those causes so that we can truly transform our lives and express that elevated version of ourselves. And so this is why I have renamed Liberate Your People Pleaser, Uncover and Elevate. And I do hope that you will share the podcast on social with your friends. I really, this feels like a movement to me. This is what we all need in some way or another to uncover what's going on, get to the bottom of it, and then elevate it so that our whole life is transformed, not just 
one conversation we had, that's great. Love those one conversations. But so that I'm not in that position again, or it's never that hard again to have that conversation and speak my truth. So this is about changing the world. Uh, so thank you so much for being here for this episode and for my coaching evolution, my podcasting evolution. Uh, I promise you it will not stop. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Uncover and Elevate. Check out the show notes for tons of great information and resources like if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast so we can uncover and elevate an issue in your life, just complete the form in the show notes. You can follow me on Instagram at Brenda Florida Coach. You can work with me one-on-one -on -one or get additional information about one of my group or private retreats by completing the form in the show notes. And I would love it if you would share this episode on social and tag me. I'd also love for you to post a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. It makes such a big difference and will help others find the show. And I'll be incredibly grateful. This is Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and I'll see you in the next episode of Uncover and Elevate.